Welcome to the Beauty Biohacks series, where I invite health and beauty experts to talk about optimizing your health, beauty, and well-being with the help of the latest science, nutrition, technologies, and data-driven self-experiments. I'm Irina Kremin, and I'm the founder of Inacos Beauty Network, professional connector and turned biohacker. Now, back to episode. Today, together with Jose Alvarez, co-founder of the Abbott NYC brand. So May is a mental health month, and we have decided to talk to find the brand who want to talk about mental health. Mental health, escaping into nature, which means escaping into nature, and how the fragrance can help you with mental health. So fragrances have been part of the human culture for centuries, and this ability to evoke emotions, create ambience, and even trigger memories. But uh, did you know that uh, the certain programs can also have a profound impact on our mental well-being? Join us today for this fascinating talk together with Jose and his story about how he has created brands and uh, all the purpose behind it, making impact on mental health and uh, also sustainability and giving back. So there are a lot of very interesting, hottest topics to cover today. And we start today. Welcome, Jose. Hi, Irina. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's start with your story. When I heard your story, I thought that, you know, how amazing it is, how timely it is, actually. I think it's really like a very interesting story. Tell me how you ended up with this idea. Okay. Yeah. So I'm originally from Nicaragua. When I was growing up in Nicaragua, there wasn't really much to do. So, you know, while most teenagers here in the United States spent their weekends in the shopping mall or going to movies or going to go get a burger. None of those things really existed in Nicaragua when I was growing up. There were no malls, no movies, and uh, no kind of, you know, those kinds of activities that are, are kind of very emblematic of, of the, your adolescence in the United States. So I really started growing up and with my family, we started traveling around the country and the country is very untouched, very virgin, you would say, at this time. And um, I fell in love with nature. My, my mom's family comes from a family of uh, coffee growers. So we would go to the coffee farms and walk around the coffee plantations and walk for hours on end. We would go camping on the beach where there would be no one. And I learned how to make a fire, how to go fishing and find my food for the night. And that's really where my kind of love of nature started from. You know, a lot of times your adolescence is not an easy time for me. You know, I remember all these very intense feelings and I remember all that noise from school kind of just fading away when I would be in nature. I noticed that I wasn't really thinking about that stuff. I was just really present and I just felt happier. So, you know, mental health wasn't really in my vocabulary at that time, but I just knew that it made me feel good and that I stopped thinking about things that were making me distraught. Fast forward, I graduated from university and, you know, I initially wanted to volunteer for a year of my life after I graduated. So I volunteered in LA. I worked in Skid Row. And I, um, after that, I was quite sure that I wanted to move to New York City and work on Wall Street, which I did. Uh, I ended up working on Wall Street for over 10 years. And it was 
a very, you know, most of my time at Wall Street, I remember very fondly. I worked with very, very intelligent people and learned a lot. But, you know, it was a very high pressure job. Um, and I really didn't have any time to escape to nature. So, you know, stress of moving to a new city, um, very stressful job. And the thing that I was used to, um, you know, going into to help me deal with all these kind of emotions wasn't really readily accessible to me in the city. So, you know, I've always remembered how it can evoke a memory or a place. I always felt that very deeply in me, like music and fragrances are kind of similar for me in that aspect. So I started experimenting with fragrances at work that would kind of transport me to different places. So I had like sandalwood oil for like forests. I would find some of like amber for escaping into the ocean and, you know, these citrus scents to energize me. And I felt that they had a real impact on my mental health, even when I wasn't able to escape to nature. And that was kind of my aha moment where I was thinking that I can't be the only person that has this relationship with the outdoors and is looking for ways to access it when it's not readily available. So that was really the beginning of, of Abbott. You know, as I said, I come from a line of, of entrepreneurs, mainly in coffee from my family. And I loved finance, but, you know, there comes a point where I really wanted to make, build something on my own one. And I also wanted to build something that was physical. You know, there's so many goods and services today that are not physical that you can't touch. And that's what, you know, finance is a lot of that. You, you make products that are not really physical. And I just really wanted to make something that was in the real physical world. And physical, I think it's also emotional. Don't you think so? It's sort of yeah. I mean, physical and meaning that they can touch it, they can smell it. It's real, but absolutely. Yeah. I mean, at, at the most basic point, Fragrance is a very emotional thing. And I think people are starting to tap into that. You know, historically, people wore fragrances to please others. You know, you wore your fragrance because you were going out in the night and you wanted to smell good for your partner. Or you put on a fragrance because, you know, your loved one bought it for you and they liked the way it smelled on you. Now, people are wearing their fragrances for themselves, which is something that I've always wanted and I always believed would happen. You know, same thing with clothing. Like 15 years ago, people would wear stuff for their partners. Now people dress for themselves. And I really love this trend of doing things for yourself. Um, and I think that happened through the pandemic where, you know, we were all locked up for long periods of times and we were looking for things that would make us happy make us feel good in our space. So people started wearing fragrances in their houses, even if they weren't going out and it wasn't anything to do with impressing anyone or for wearing it for themselves. They started doing it, you know, for yourself. Um, and I think that was a big kind of psyche change. And I really believe we're just at the beginning of that trend. I think it's going to be a long trend and it's going to, you know, just be the future of how we think about fragrances. Yeah, totally. 
I can totally connect. Uh, you know, like when, when I was uh, a child in school, my school years, my parents always dropped me in my grandmother's village uh, during the, all the summer holidays. And uh, I remember this the smell of violets. Uh, you know, in, in the early spring, there was a lot of violets. And the smell of violets, it sort of stick in my brain. And I remember came across a shampoo with this uh, very strong smell of violets. And I was thinking, oh, my God. Why it's make me feel so good? Why is it great? Again, I've read it, it about violets and I and then made the connections and I totally relate to it. Yeah, I start fanatically looking for anything which would have violet smell. So, like, totally, totally understand, you know. But what I like about your brand, of course, uh, so definitely we speak a lot about mental health and we speak about one mental health and also it's how it can. Enhance relaxation, promote focus, uplift uh, spirits. Is there is some science behind that? When you choosing your fragrances, are you how you uh, looking at the uh, just looking at the interesting, nice combinations, or you also keep a goal in mind? You know, this is uplifting, this is relaxing. You know how? It- yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I really think that the main goal for us was, you know, all of our fragrances are inspired by a specific destination. So, you know, I had the luck being able to travel a lot in the United States and being able to visit parts of the country that are naturally beautiful. So, you know, our first goal was to make fragrances that embodied what those locations smelled like. And these were locations that were very important to me because of a history that I just fell in love with them and have been going there for, for a bunch of years or even a shared history with my wife and my, my daughter. So first and foremost was making sure we were true to that memory. So let's take, for example, our Sequoia perfume, which is one of our top sellers. Each one is inspired by a specific memory because it's very hard to capture everything, right? So the specific memory for Sequoia is sitting around a campfire after hiking around the forest throughout the day and just looking at the stars with the huge Sequoia trees around us and, you know, drinking a glass of whiskey and sharing stories with friends. So that fragrance is very woody, very earthy and very smoky because we wanted to capture the smokiness of the wood fire and of the, uh, of the whiskey. So that's like the first part. Then the second part is really focusing on how we're getting these ingredients. So, you know, there's thousands of ingredients when you work with perfume, but our list is quite controlled. First, we only work with sustainable ingredients. So we have to make sure that every single ingredient that we work with comes from a sustainable source. And second, we only work with clean ingredients. So clean for us. I know it's a term that gets thrown around a lot. Clean for us is any, we make sure that our ingredients are not having a harmful effect on our consumers. So anything that is known of having a harmful effect or even suspected of having a harmful effect is done away with. So there's over 4,000 ingredients that we all work with. So then with that limited universe of ingredients, we start making our fragrance. And then from there, we start looking at these aromatherapy benefits that you're talking about, right? And we look at adding things that work cohesive with each other to try to get you to be, as you say, uplifting, relaxing, energizing, et cetera. So 
we have different scent categories. So woody, like our woody scent is Sequoia. That is going to be kind of more uplifting. There, There's these things called forest bathing, which I don't know if you're familiar with, but it's very popular in Japan. Yes, I do. Yes. And I do it. Yeah. Go out, you walk in a forest and that gives you all this kind of mental health benefits. So that was kind of the the goal with Sequoia. Now our Montecito fragrance, it's a very citrusy fragrance. The memory there is walking around citrus fields in Southern California, Central California. And, you know, we really wanted to make an energizing kind of fragrance. So we stuck with kind of energizing notes, grapefruit and other citrus notes in there. We also have jasmine as well, uh, which, you know, you were talking about your mother's house, my, your grandmother's house. My grandmother had jasmine in there at night, which would bloom. So, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that we try to work together, try to have those different aromatherapy benefits that, you know, different fragrances have. Yes, exactly. What I also like um, that, uh, you know, while you're building your brand, uh, there is like, you tick all the boxes, you know, you build your brand with purpose which is sustainable and giving back and uh, also has this mental health uh, sort of directions. So now let's talk about sustainability. I mean, it's clear right now that uh, brands who are not having any sustainability strategy in place, they are not having a future, right? About that. What is your kind of... Yeah. So, I mean, when we... Abbott's been around now for almost seven years. So when we started Abbott, sustainability wasn't like what it is now. And it was very difficult for us to find perfumers that wanted to work with us. They thought we were crazy. You know, we were going to be sustainable. We were going to be clean and we were going to be transparent about our fragrances. So, you know, 99% of the industry still to this day hide behind trade secrets to not tell you what is in their perfume. So they'll put eau de perfume and alcohol. Now, eau de perfume and fragrance encapsules a lot of ingredients. Some are not good for you. So we really, you know, believe that our consumers are smart and they should be able to know what they're putting on their bodies every day and they should be able to decide what they want and what they don't want. So, you know, that was our list when we were talking to perfumers and not, most of them were saying that we can't make anything that's going to smell great with those kind of different boxes that we were trying to, to, to tick. We got lucky enough. We found a perfumers that were excited about the project and uh, really believed in, in what we were doing. But, you know, sustainability wasn't really a choice for me. I mean, the whole brand is about celebrating nature, right? Celebrating nature through fragrance, transporting you to nature because it's beautiful. And how could I not be making a brand that was protecting nature. You know, it just didn't make any sense. So, you know, in celebrating nature, we're also protecting it because I want to make sure that future generations are able to see this beautiful, you know, thing that we have in this earth. And I want to make sure that whatever product we're putting out there is having the least amount of footprint that it can possibly have because at the end of the day, the brand is all about protecting and celebrating this beautiful resource that we have. So it was never really like, it was never really a thing like, oh, we have to be sustainable because it's the future. It was like, we have to be sustainable because I love nature and I want to make sure that it's around forever, you know? Yeah. 
Yes. And here we come to the purpose, actually. And uh, also, you know, like giving back is important, right? Uh, aspect of many brands today. How did you choose uh, the charity and the causes that your brand supports and what impact you have seen from these efforts? Absolutely. So again, the brand is all about celebrating nature. So we're inspired by different locations across the country. And, you know, we recently launched a fragrance inspired by my home uh, in Nicaragua. It's called Papaya Isla. It's a very tropical, very juicy fragrance. So, you know, a lot of a lot of the the brands that I see have, you know, one percent for one percent for the earth, or they have these other kind of larger charities. We kind of did a very different approach. We we knew that we were inspired by these different destinations. Our fragrances are named after them, and I wanted to have an impact on those locations that were meaningful to me and to the brand. So we basically chose different charities that are involved in protecting and conserving these locations. I'll talk about Sequoia again. So Sequoia, we partner with Sequoia Parks Conservancy. So if you don't know this, the Sequoia trees are one of the most ancient kind of lives uh, that are still around in the earth. They are, you know, they predate their BC. A lot of these forests, these trees are thousands of years old. They're humongous. They've seen everything. And now they're burning down. You know, you're having a lot of these fires in California. Historically, they've been able to withstand these fires, but these fires are burning at hotter and more consistent rates. And they're burning these trees that are thousands of years old down, which is extremely sad, right? So Sequoia Park Conservancy is literally funding you know, different efforts to stop these fires, different efforts to protect these these trees. Like dur during the off season of the fire, they, you know, make try to figure out ways to um, make sure that when when it's dry in the summer, the fires won't burn that many trees. During they work very close in hand with uh, firefighters. You know, our money, the money goes to park rangers and, you know, the, the money goes also to the park where people can go visit Sequoia. They pay a fee. So, you know, that's a very real impact that I'm having on that specific location. Now, each, you know, each one of our fragrances is exactly the same. We partner with a charity that is conserving and protecting that specific location. So for Mojave, you know, that's a set inspired by the Mojave Desert in California. We work with the Mojave Land Desert Trust. For Papaya Isla, which I'm very excited about because I'm giving back to my country, we partnered with a charity that is providing clean water to, you know, very remote locations where they don't have access to water, something very fundamental, something very easy, you know, that that we take for granted in the developed world. And they also teach people how to look for water and do it in a clean and sustainable way as well. So that's something that I'm very excited about. And, you know, I hope to come out with more fragrances inspired by Nicaragua. And we're going to be partnering with this specific uh, charity going forward on all of our efforts on any single perfume that we do in Nicaragua, because, you know, I really feel like having access to clean water is a fundamental kind of human right. And, you know, that's the kind of impact that I want to have 
uh, in, in my country. That's amazing that you are able to choose these charities so carefully that you can see some impact. And uh, yeah, we are launching the Blue Beauty Award with Jeannie Jarnot, the chief judge of the, and the founder of Beauty Heroes. And what she's saying, she's saying that we already polluted the environment so much that uh, being climate neutral or don't do bad for the planet is not enough. That we uh, we need to do something, you know, to help regenerate all this nature. And I think you are. Yes, I feel like you must be really proud to find a purpose like that. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's it is amazing. You know, sometimes it is overwhelming because fires are still happening, and you know, not everyone has access to clean water, or you know, the Mojave Desert is 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 still getting encroached on. But you know, we do what we can, and you know, it is. Great. We know we have a very strong partnership with with some of these charities. We talk to them. We we help fundraising events. So that is a very uh, yeah. That's a very nice part of 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 what's come out of this. Yeah. You know what? It's all about small steps. Very often, you know. Sometimes I feel like the brands sort of holding back from investing too much in that because they feel like ah oh, we cannot we cannot make a difference or something like that. Or sometimes people think this way. Then yeah. what is me? I cannot make a difference. But it's if each of us will make these little uh, small steps, this is when the change is happening, and this is where you can really help. Uh, yeah, right? I totally agree with you, Irina. I think uh, you know that that mentality of what you know. I'm only one person. What can I do? I think uh, you know. I think when people see what you're doing and how you're doing it, it makes other people think, and they're like, oh, if, if they're doing it. And I can do it. And then that's kind of a change, right? You're changing someone's mind. You're changing someone's habit. And there's more and more change. And it hopefully catches on like wildfire. Yes. So I guess what is next for the brands is uh, new fragrances, inspired new uh, beautiful destinations, destinations which need help, right? Also yeah. to help to preserve and things like that. And I really like this. End of yeah, for me, for me, it's been... You know, it was really amazing to to make all these fragrances inspired by the United States. I've been living here now for over 25 years, but it's been really, really, you know, home is always home. And, you know, a lot of time our childhood memories are kind of our strongest ones. So it's been really cool to be able to work on fragrances that are very much tied in with my memories of childhood and then to be able to do something where you know i'm trying to help and give people access to clean water it's just been really kind of where you say pur purposeful for me so i'm definitely going to be leaning into that direction i have many different ideas of different fragrances that i'm working on inspired by my country which is you know a beautiful country and there's a lot of uh, inspiration to draw Thank you so much, Jose. I think we are about to end this podcast. Uh, we may cut off, get cut off. So I'm looking forward to hear your next conference in Austin in September. I'm so excited to see you in Austin as well. Thank you so much for having me. And it's been amazing to talk to you. Yeah, we like to inspire more brands to do more good for planet, people, and uh, society. And this has uh, always been like motto for our for our conference to have inspire to to bring inspiration like that to our the other brands. Sure. Thank you. Thank you, Jose.